I am excited that you're joining me for Driving with Dave, taking the trip from Long Beach, Washington to Astoria, Oregon. What a gorgeous day. Oh my gosh. Every day this drive is just breathtaking. I often will say to Peggy as we look around, like right now I'm going through a tunnel. And when I come out of the tunnel, I'll have the expansive view of the Columbia River. And like I tell Peggy, I said, my gosh, if we were on vacation, we would be scamming on how we can move here. Well, thank God 20 years ago, we were on vacation and we did scam and we moved almost immediately. This is one of the most breathtakingly beautiful places on earth. Today's podcast is not necessarily about that, although it is to some degree. I want to talk about mindfulness. I had an interesting weekend when it comes to mindfulness. I uh, am mindful most of the time. I have a pretty good grasp on where I am and what I'm doing and what's going on in the present moment. See, I don't believe like many that the the mindfulness, you have to be singularly, singularly, (laughs) solely focused. Uh, Every time I do that, I think of Porky Pig from the cartoons when I was young, you know, where he would try to spit something out and it wouldn't come out correctly and he just changed the words. So, solely. Solely is the word we're going to use right now. You don't have to be solely focused on being in the present to the exclusion of everything else. I truly believe that you do have to plan. You need to think ahead a little bit. And it's, it's a, that became a bad habit for me years ago because my dad was always getting on me and yelling me. Dave, you got to think ahead. You never think ahead. You got to think ahead. You got to plan. You got to plan for what's happening. Well, you can definitely overdo that one, I, as I have in my past. I've shared stories before about uh, how I would go to a concert, a concert I couldn't wait to see, and from about halfway through the concert, my brain is plotting on exiting the crowded parking lot, and I would miss half the concert. It, it's, it's just, that's not good. That's not what I'm talking about. A little bit of future planning is good. Learning from past mistakes Number one, you have to let go of the past but and not beat yourself up for who you used to be. But learning from past mistakes, that's important also. So we do have to think, okay, I'm doing A, B, or C. I'm going to jump off this cliff. When I jumped off this cliff when I was 16, I broke my arm. Maybe I shouldn't jump off this cliff. So just being in the present and flying off a cliff without thinking about lessons you have learned is also ridiculous. This is just a general discussion this morning because I ran into a couple things this weekend. I'm always looking for meditation music. I love putting on a beautiful meditation, even a guided meditation to fall asleep at night. It just seems to put me in a really, really great space. I I highly encourage you to try it. Um, I use Spotify. There's a sleep timer on there you can set up to an hour which is usually more than enough for me to fall asleep. But I picked this one podcast because it was a meditation podcast. I thought, wow, I'm going to do this. I kind of like the basic philosophy. But I, I started out on my Sunday morning adventure where I go for my walk, my drive. And I was, as I was going, I put on an hour and 30 minutes where he had a guest on for this podcast. Well, they got so embroiled into the, uh, yes, I spent 10 years in an ashram, and I, I studied with Panjajami. Oh, he's so wonderful. And they're going back and forth, and it was all about credentials and about 
duality and about all kinds of rules. And I don't think meditation needs a rule. I don't think mindfulness needs a rule. Mindfulness to me just means being aware of where you're at. My, my old business partner, Dick, God rest his soul, he, uh, he, was a, he used to be a police detective in the San Bruno, San Francisco area police department. And he was a detective sergeant. And he was so aware, I swear to God, you could walk into a building, into a restaurant. We did this one time because he just for fun asked me, he says, how many newspapers were there out front? And I said, I don't know, three, four. Turns out there were six. And he was able to name each paper, just walk in. This was a restaurant we'd never been to before. Um, he said, how many people were outside? I didn't have a clue. He said, four. There was a gentleman leaning up against his car. There was a, a lady and her baby. But you get the drift. Dick was hyper aware of every situation. And that was the first time I realized that if you're going through life just blindly and not paying attention to what's going on around you, that was a bad thing. Now, being mindful aware, I'm in the present moment. Oh, And I'm not making fun of people that do that. It's just not my thing. Um, and I, there are times that I think it's really good to just close your eyes and just be. To me, that's mindfulness. To me, that's that's one of the greatest practices you can do. I'm going across the Astoria Megler Bridge right now, and this, this view of Astoria on the hillside and and the sun just starting to come up and, and the glow on the river, it is just staggering. I wish every person could share this with me at least once in their life. And we're so lucky to live here and have our two studios and this beautiful drive between. Back to mindfulness. Being mindful, taking some deep breaths, relaxation, stress reduction is so so important, but don't impose a bunch of rules because the minute you start imposing rules, oh, there's the duality. I mean, it reminded me of, well, I'm not going to get into the church thing. I used to work with churches back 30 years ago and, and to hear how the churches talked about each other and they each had their own rules. And, and this kind of reminded me of that. You know, this was the church of non-duality when these two got going. And I just don't see that as being beneficial for me. Now, maybe some people it is. I never put down what other people do that works for them. But my message, and I think the type of people that would listen to my podcast are people a lot like me. Uh, I always equate to, I don't need to know all the little bitty science of how a muscle works. I do want to know how muscles work. But if you've got something, for instance, resistance stretching that we discovered in mid-2000s, I don't need to know the full science. I was hurting. I just needed to know what works, and then I will test it out. And if it works, I'll say, cool. And then I might dig into the nitty-gritty, but I'm kind of a big-picture kind of a guy where it's like, okay, show me what to do, show me how to do it, and I'll do it. Well, I'm kind of that way with meditation also. I've spent years going to instructors on guided meditation then and really listening and digging into Deepak Chopra and some of these people that do the rules-based, what I'll call rules-based mindfulness and meditation. And I finally realized that it's about relaxation. It's about stress reduction. I can come up to a stoplight as I'm going to be coming up to one very soon. And I can just kind of roll into my breath. A breath is such a powerful tool. Sometimes just the observation of your breath is enough 
to bring strength, power, vitality to your life and to allow yourself to have these moments of, of mindfulness, meditation. I've been trying to think of another word other than mindfulness because when you Google mindfulness, it comes up with all these all these rules, all these associations, and it has all these rules on doing it properly. Don't get hung up on doing it properly. Just do it. Now, don't close your eyes if you come to a stoplight. I'm coming up to a stoplight based upon the way cars are going. If I wasn't talking to you, I would be just softening my gaze so I could still see the light. Obviously, when it turns green, I want to move. I don't want to just sit here at the end of the bridge and, and, and block traffic up. No, I would just be here. I would take a moment to breathe, to follow my breath. In fact, I'm doing that right now. And, and here we go. I see the light turning the opposite direction, turning yellow. Now I have a green light. So I'm, I'm pumping right on through and starting my trek through town, heading towards our studio. That's today's message. Mindfulness without rules. Meditation without rules. Just do it. Learn to become a partner with your breath. Learn to release tension in your jaw, around your eyes. And become mindfulness, become present, become aware. Use whatever term works for you. Being in the now, I... I used to listen to Eckhart Tolle quite a bit. I thought he has a simplicity about him that I really like. If you've never listened to Eckhart Tolle, um, I like his stuff. I like his stuff. I'm not a practitioner of his method, but I like being in the now. That's a nice description. So find yourself in the now. Find what works for you. Reduce stress from your life. Use your breath. And just love every minute of your life. Because the more you're in the present, considering the future, planning for the future, using the lessons from the past, and the more you're aware, the more you're in the present, the more you know exactly what's going on around you, the healthier, the happier you're going to be. That's my message for today. Until I talk to you next time, may you move well. Stay healthy. Be happy and find a passion in your life that lets you live the most vibrant life possible.